What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 82 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison. Joined today is Cam Catcherbone of Williamsville North on Section 6. Cam's a recent New York State champ. This is the second time on the podcast, Cam. Uh, I believe the first time was back in the fall of 2021 after your third place finish at Super 32. This time, like I said, it's after being crowned New York State champ. It's that sunk in yet? Oh, uh, yeah. It was... Um... It was just a matter of, you know, wrestling my best and making sure nothing nothing stupid happened and uh and yeah, I, I felt if I wrestled my best then I would have then I was I was good to go. I mean, we'll get into the the state title run uh in a little bit, but you know, the people want to know how did that shoey taste? Good. Yeah. I mean, was it like a little bit, you know, good no, it, it, because it was in the moment and uh, pretty disgusting aftertaste or uh... no, I, honestly, honestly in the moment, I just didn't taste anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, I mean, there was a lot of people looking at you. I mean, if I could get as many listens uh, as that video has views on TikTok, I'd be pumped. I mean, <laughs> we were at practice the other day for, uh, you know, practicing for Virginia beach and whatnot. Kids were like, uh, coach, like this kid's uh, or cam. I mean, it was Kyler bear. He's like, cam's, uh, cam's video on TikTok's blowing up. It's on viral. It's like, ESPN Sports Center, everybody sharing it. So, uh, you know, where did that idea of doing a shoey come about? Um, I, well, obviously, I seen I seen uh like Ty Tavasa hit it in the UFC and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I just figured I was like, there's no way anybody in a high school sports ever done something like that. And I, uh, I knew I, I wanted to uh do something memorable for my first state title. That's good. I mean, I know uh, Dalemate Street League, uh, they did something similar. Um, but I mean, it was a beer, not water, so it was a great idea for you. Um, but so. <laughs> I'm willing to bet, though, you're the first person to do a shoey in a Ruta shoe, right? That was a Ruta shoe, correct? Oh, uh, yes, it was. So, uh, I mean, an NIL deal would be, you know, should be talked about, but, I mean, they were kind of Ohio State brand a little bit, so uh, I doubt they would give a Michigan guy an <laughs> yeah, NIL I, deal, but, I, uh, you know, they should it, because, right? you know, you put your uh, you put that shoe out there and uh, a lot of people are looking at it. So, but, yeah, there was more laughs than applause, more laughs and applause than booze, rather. Um, you know, for the people who talk crap, I mean, one, Zach and I are kind of defending this on social media as well, but your dad is the coach. Um, you know, he cleaned up the water on the mat afterwards. And then the next match couldn't even start because you pinned um, Renzo in, you know, halfway through the match and the D2 match went the whole distance. So, um, yeah, you know. no, exactly. Like if it, if it was like a decision or went the distance and then I did it, that's one thing, but there was, we still had four minutes wrestling in the other match. And it's like, my dad's cleaning it, and he already knew I was going to do it because right when I got my hand raised, I was yelling at him, give me your shoe, give me your shoe. And I was yelling at my other coach, give me your shoe. And they didn't give they didn't give me their shoes, so I had to do it with my own disgusting wrestling shoe. You were about to do it with their shoe? Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. I, I mean, oh, I'd rather Lord. do it with, with my at least, coach. At least you did it with your shoe. I mean, that's a little less, uh, not, you know, not as gross. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it is a wrestling shoe. Yeah, true. I mean, you didn't wrestle a whole six-minute match, so, I mean, it wasn't as sweaty as it could have been. Yeah, but... I did wrestle with the entire season, though. That's true. Yeah. Either way, it's gross. Um, but it's funny. I mean, I'm glad he did it. So, uh, obviously, a lot of people, you know, enjoyed it, and you know, it's a little bit of showmanship out of yourself as well. So that's good. Um, but you know, let's take this back. Uh, we'll talk about the highs and lows of this sport. You know, the last time we talked, like I said, you were you're fresh off of placing at Super 32, uh, fresh off of committing to Michigan. You know, then you wrestle in that high school season last year. Um, you know, your cruise through the season, I think you took third at Powerade. That was your lone loss during the season. Uh, you entered the st- state tournament 42-1. and one. Um, You made the semis. You fell to Canetta 2-1. You know, injury defaulted out to sixth place. 
with an injury, an apparent injury, you know, what happened? Uh, first of all, what happened? You know, second of all, how did you recover from that low, right? Because, I mean, we talked about the high uh, that, you know, in the fall time, Super 32, you committed to Michigan. You're looking for that first day title. You know, it's not even necessarily, um, you know, the loss um, from the low, but like, you know, the potential injury. Um, you know, how how did you stay sidelined after that? How long? Yeah, so I remember like right in the beginning of the match against Canetta, I I got hit in the back of the head and I don't I don't remember the match. I remember like like blurs of the match and then it really got bad after the match is when I my like I don't know if because of the adrenaline is what kept me like conscious, but after the match is when I really started to like like I wasn't I wasn't really there, you know, like I was talking like gibberish and I don't remember almost anything from hours afterward. And it, it was just super unfortunate. And I heard like stories, me like running in the back, like, like um, my coach, uh, Cal McGregor to stop me from running out to the into the arena a couple of times. Like it was just really bad. And then once I got outside and like the cold air is when I started to realize like what happened and, and everything. And I remember, um, yeah, it was just a nightmare. And then um, going, uh, yeah, just trying to, I almost tried to wrestle at Virginia Beach, but I wasn't recovered in time. I wasn't, like, my coaches were kicking me out of practice because I wasn't supposed to be practicing yet. It was just because the only thing I wanted to do was to wrestle and to get better at wrestling. And I, I couldn't do that for a long time. I couldn't, my uh, neurologist didn't want me to work out. I wasn't supposed to really do anything except just, like, sit and do nothing. Because when I had a concussion, I was out of school for a couple of weeks. I couldn't, um they didn't want me to like, they didn't even want me reading or like, um, they didn't want me on my phone, obviously. And it was just, it was just like, honestly, it was like a dark period. It was terrible. It was miserable. And then, um, yeah, I, just recovering from that was honestly super difficult going to the, trying to go to these tournaments and, and not being able to, I went to, um, the, uh, the U 17 open woke up in the morning. I got, I got shingles. I couldn't even wrestle. So we went all, all the way down to Vegas. I couldn't even compete. And then, and that was right after the concussion too. So it was, it was terrible. And then things didn't really start to get clicking again until, uh, I think Virginia beach duels is when we started to get rolling. Yeah. Whose team were you on for that team shot? Yeah. Team shot. And you guys won that as well, right? Yeah, we won. It was fun. Nice. Yeah, so I mean, you know, like you said, that summer and fall, you you kind of started to stay busy. Um, you know, started off there. Uh, you went to Fargo. You went to Super Thirty Two again, where you took sixth. You know, including eight backside wins, I believe, in a row, which is impressive. You know, so you stayed in the national rankings. You were in and out, like you know, up and down a little bit, anyways. You know, but this high school season, you had a very competitive few weeks. Um, you know, you majored Nick Noto eight to nothing at the Mar Matthew Mariano, um, beginning of December. Then mid-December, you know, to the beginning of January, you had, you had another tough schedule, right? It was first, it was the Beast of the East in Delaware. Uh, you know, we were the sixth seed. You made the quarters. You lost to Dupil. Um, you know, then you rattled off four straight wins and you got revenge on him <clears throat> for third place. Um, you know, then at the end of December, you went to the Powerade Tournament, Pennsylvania. You beat Vince Buzakis in the semis. You lost to Jaden Robinson in the finals. You took second place there. You know, that Buzakis win was a good one because – he just won a, a two-way state title in Pennsylvania this past weekend. Um, you know, but how important is it to to go to those out-of-state events, you know, seek out that deep tournament competition during the season? Like, obviously, it's the same kind of competition you see at Virginia Beach, um, same same competition you see at Fargo or Super 32, but you're, you're doing this during the season. Um, obviously, some schools come to New York, right, whether it's the Eastern States or, 
Um, the Southern Tier Memorial had uh, Lake Highland Prep come and a few tough Pennsylvania teams. But, you know, for you guys, I know the Star Point guys did. I know Minnesing Valley did as well. But you guys traveled out of state, went to a few of these tough tournaments. You know, how important is it for you to do that? Yeah, it def- it, I feel like that's just that's the whole reason I wrestle in general. It's just to wrestle mm-hmm. the best kids possible. You know what I mean? So, like, when my season starts, my goal is to be like my number one goal is to be a Powerade champion or a BC's champion. And then state champion comes along with it. But, um, like, I mean, I feel like it is it's super important. It makes the, the postseason easier in some ways, because obviously guys in New York aren't or like guys that I see at the state tournament aren't going to be as high caliber. As some of the guys will see at Powerade or Beast of the East. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, I feel like it is super important because to be honest, not a lot of really good wrestlers go to these tournaments in New York, at least, you know what I mean? They just like a lot of guys like their 40 and 0 seasons and they don't go to the toughest tournament to go to is like Windsor or Eastern States or something like that. But, um, but yeah, I think, I think it's important to go to tournaments like that, especially earlier in the year. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I know the Eastern States, I think probably was tougher before COVID, I mean, I think it's starting to get back to the level it was at um, as far as, you know, the top competition. It's still a very deep tournament. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, before Eastern States, is, is you know, it was pretty solid. But, uh, and of course, you know, Southern Tier Memorial, that's starting to get uh, some traction after its first year. The Windsor Tournament, yeah, it's a great tournament. I know there's talk of us. Uh, we're, I think we're going to bring uh, Van Davian way down to – at least one or two of the tournaments that I just mentioned, Beast of the East or Powerade to uh, try to get them into, or him into some tournaments like that, because, you know, like you said, it, it might not even be your finals match that you're, you're getting that competition, but if you, you got to learn how to win those close matches, you know, in the round of 16, the quarters, the semis, uh, not, not just the finals. So that that's an yeah. exciting tournament to go to. I know New York guys haven't gone to that in a while. Like I know Troy Nickerson <clears throat> used to go to it when he was in school way back in like Oh, four Oh five. 06 but uh you know since then like we haven't really been able to travel it seemed like to, to go out of state um but you know obviously like i said you guys started to do that so it's great to see and hopefully more people follow suit but you know moving forward uh in january you won the eastern states you're crowned the outstanding wrestler as well uh you go into states as the one seed you wrestled the two seed at eastern states um you know and many of the guys that you saw at in your bracket at states were also in the Eastern States bracket as well. Um, you know, was there ever any pressure um, needing to get that New York State title? I mean, um, Zach and I talked. Zach and I talked at the beginning um, in our preview episode. Like, if anyone was due for a New York State title, you know, it's the wrestler that's been nationally ranked for the past two years, and that's yourself. So, <laughs> was there any pressure going to that tournament? Um, a little. I mean, I feel like there was there was supposed to be pressure, but I just knew it's just another tournament. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the Eastern States was. Um, that was basically the just as difficult as if maybe more difficult than my state tournament bracket. But before the Eastern States, I, I, I took time off because of power and my body was a little beat up. And then, and then I got super sick the week before I almost didn't even wrestle at the Eastern States. I, I weighed like 142 trying to put weight on and I just couldn't do it. Cause I was, cause I was sick the week before. And then um, I ended up wrestling the Eastern States anyway. I mean, I, I wrestled good enough to win, but not good enough to dominate. And um I just knew as long as I was healthy and I wrestled smart at the state tournament, that I'd be just fine. Yeah. I mean, did, so Jesse Van Orden, you beat him at the Eastern States, I believe it was five to two. He was a 17th seed at the Eastern States in January. And then, you know, he made the run. Um, I believe he took third Eastern States after losing to you, but uh, he 
he was a two seed at the state tournament. Like, did you kind of know of Jesse before the Eastern States? And, uh, you know, kind of, did you expect to see him in the New York state finals? Obviously Renzo knocked him off in the semis, but, um, and that, that kind of, he kind of came out of nowhere, you know, for me anyways. And, uh, he obviously looked impressive. Yeah. But to be honest, I don't even like, know like until the state tournament, I don't really know what's going on around the rest of New York. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, right. like I heard of him because I used to wrestle him in like youth and stuff. Um, oh, okay. He might have been with VHW or something. I, I, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, I didn't know he was – yeah, I didn't – I don't think I expected him to be one of the better guys at the state tournament until after Eastern States when um, he took third or fourth or whatever. And then um, – but, yeah, he's he's tough, and he definitely stepped it up compared to last year. I don't even know if he made the state tournament last year. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I thought as well. But, uh, I mean, you obviously cruised through the New York State Tournament. So, um, you know, let's talk about Section 6, though. I mean, we talked about it briefly last episode that I had on, or had you on back in October of 2021. You know, Section 6 is on the rise. Um, you know, the success they had at the States this year with you, Tavio Hoos, Jaden Crumpler, Jordan Jocelyn winning state titles. You know, the new fame guys, the Chautauqua Lake guys, the star points season that they had, um, you know, obviously they – they had a great team, but you know, the, the landscape in section six as well, like with the clubs, the off season training, uh, you know, what's the off season training like within the section? I know with a few of the schools in that area, obviously the ones that train with, uh, Kellen and, uh, others that, you know, if you, you guys are close knit group, whether it's the in season or the out of season, you guys are obviously in each other's corners uh, throughout the most of the year. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like our section's a lot better than it was, even last year, you know what I mean? Like now we have now star point just won their team state title. And I feel like if we had star point at the state tournament, we could have had, I mean, Gage definitely, definitely I would have expected him to win a state title. Griffin, I, could have, I think Griffin had a shot, but I think he was a, a lock for top four, top five Caldwell's could have placed even up the Grove could have snuck a placement, something like that. Barrientos lure. You never, I mean, it's just, that just would have changed the entire section um, scoring. Um, I feel like we could have been a top two, a top two team with star point, but regardless, we are much better than we were before. And now, um, even the Niagara Wheatfield guys, there's so many young guys and, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think our, our section's going to getting a lot better compared to the way it was the last five years. Yeah. It's great to see. I mean, like I said, two years, well, yeah, back, uh, last episode, you know, the, the teams that don't really travel, um, East of uh section five, I guess, let's say, but you know, more and more people are starting to travel more. I'm, I'm starting to hear more and more names. Obviously I picked Tavio who's to uh, win a New York state title as a six seed and, or not win a state title, but make the finals as a six seed. And he did. So, you know, it's great to see, obviously Jordan Jocelyn having that big win over Gianni was, uh, you know, kind of shocking. I w- wasn't going to pick that, but as a seven seed, I wasn't shocked that he was going to make the finals. So, uh, you know, it's great to see the, uh, the growth of wrestling in section six as well. Um, you know, let's talk about your summer plans. You ranked eighth in the country by Mad Scouts, 13th in the country by Flow. Um, you know, I believe you mentioned a little bit about the interest in who's number one, you know, back on the last episode we had. You know, is that still your goal for this summer and fall to yeah, work your way up? That yeah. that probably is my number one goal as of now. I do want to compete at that event so badly, especially because it'll be my last opportunity to wrestle there. But um I, I do want to I do want to be the best wrestler in the country by the end of the by the end of the year without a doubt and I'm willing to put into the work to, to put in the work to do that, um, but I think I'm gonna 
I, I think I'm going to wrestle free, a lot of freestyle. I'm not sure yet. Um, usually I'm, I'm obviously not as good at freestyle as I am at folk style, but I just, I just like all the opportunities to compete. Last year was your first year in uh, juniors, right? You were juniors last year in Fargo? Yeah, yeah. Last year I was juniors. So this year I plan on going to Ultimate Club Duels. I, I might go to the U20 uh, Open in Vegas. And then um, I'm not sure how the trials work for U20s, but I'm pretty sure I, I, I can compete at that as well. But I'm just – I'm not sure. And then I think I'll be going to Fargo. We we don't know for sure yet. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm planning on going to Fargo again. I mean, that was a great uh... – Great time last year. I really enjoyed it. And then, you know, seeing the New York guys kind of mold and get together and, and uh, do work out there, it's fun. So, but, you know, it's NCAAs week. We're a few days away from NCAAs. Obviously, you're, you're a Michigan man, but, uh, you know, have you looked at the brackets and picked out a bracket that's, like, your favorite, like, best one to watch, whether it's the first round or the action that starts in the round of 16 or, or you know, whatever it is? Oh, there's so many. Well, with these seedings this year, it's, there's so many to there's so many yeah. to pick from. I mean, even – Sasso and Gomez, which is supposed to happen at uh in like the round of sixteen or something crazy. And then I mean, even um seeing Steve O'Poolin at the sixth seed and I believe Anthony Noto was the eight of the nine seed, like that bracket's exciting. And um like at one sixty five having a mean at the eleven seed, I believe. And then I saw something that uh Matt Scouts posted on Twitter that um like one of those top guys are gonna be like they're gonna be wrestling in the constellations and like one of the former All-Americans from last year or, or national champs aren't going to place like regardless. And it's, it's crazy. Yeah, that is nuts. I mean, there's, a few, I think 165 is, uh is the weight that you was talking about where there's the, uh the one certain round, like some, there's going to be a guy that's a hammer that's not going to place. And uh, it's, it's crazy to think about, but I'm excited. There's going to be a lot of good brackets. I'm hoping the New York guys do well, obviously uh Steve Owen Noto down at 125. It's uh. I'm I'm excited to uh, see them, you know, do well, especially as they left NC State. They kind of made a new name for themselves at a different, um, you know, program. So yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I mean, I I I was mentioning with Zach, like they they left NC State. They went on to be conference um, champs at different conferences, and you know, obviously now they're obviously seated higher than uh, Trombley is. The, yeah, uh, super cool. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm 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 pumped for all of them. I know there's plenty of New York guys that we want to talk about. I wanted to add in uh, you know, give a congrats to Charlie Grigas of Dwaynesburg. He wrestles for Oswego State. He took fourth at the uh nationals, D three nationals at uh 174 pounds for Oswego State. And then uh Jacob DeGuerre of Mahonison, he took third. He had six pins at the division three national tournament this past weekend for Springfield. Wow. Yeah, he 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 was on a roll. He pinned six six dudes, chin whip city. So journeyman got two uh two all Americans. Then I think Alexander's Nick Young um, plays for Gannon at the Division Two Nationals as well. So really? Shout shout out to those guys. I might have missed a few guys. I know Ithaca had an uh, all American and RIT. I think had one or two, but uh, and New York University as well. But you know I had to give a shout out to those because I don't give D three mm. enough love. But yeah, Cam, you got anything else to add? Um. I mean, not off the top of my head. All right. I got one thing to add before we leave. Uh-oh. Free the you. Free the you. Thank right, you. Thanks for listening to more wrestling's episode with Cam Catcherbone. I'm Dylan Morrison. Peace out.